1: I get to be back in the big studio. Yeah, well, you know, it's kind of like having two weeks away. It was sick, so Sep wouldn't let me anywhere near the microphone he was going to be using uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and then last week we were at Canock Divista Casino for the uh, 11th annual Triton Owners Tournament. So, uh, yeah, it's good to be back in the TK studio. See, uh, see Matt smiling face through the window. Well, he's almost smiling anyway, cause it's, well, it's 501. Oh man, so much happened this week, the US Open. Ah, uh, the 35th annual US Open. What a what an awesome field. 208 boats. Um if you wanted to watch the live weigh-in from Costa and and uh and and um Gosh, the guys over at uh, the bass zone, uh Mark Jeffries and Dave Rush and uh, Daniel Sullivan and the whole crew. If you wanted to watch the daily weigh in, you needed about four and a half hours, it seemed like, to uh to watch that. Man, crazy to uh uh see that many boats. And even in and the good part, you know, it was shared weight, so you know, it was just each boat was weighing five fish, but still um was a long way in when uh two hundred and eight boats three days come to the scales. But um, what a, uh, what a cool tournament to watch, uh, unfold and, uh, and congratulations to, uh, Justin Patty from Phoenix, Arizona, our, uh, U.S. Open champ. Uh, man, the Arizona boys put a little whooping on him. Uh, they went one, two, three, but, uh, Justin, you know, he, he led that event the first two days last year and, uh, uh, wound up, uh, wound up, you know, having a rough day three. This year, same kind of deal, had a little bit of a rough day three uh but enough to hold off Brett Height from Phoenix Arizona. B. Height finishing up uh thirty-five seventy nine. We actually are gonna be joined this morning live uh by the US Open Champ. Justin Patty's gonna be checking in with us. And we caught up with uh the runner up second place, Brett Height. Uh talked to B. Height yesterday actually and uh were able to hang out with him. And we're gonna go down the list all the way to fourth place. Um, cool to catch up with this guy as well. He uh, he had big fish on day one and uh, picked up some big fish money and, uh, and wound up fourth, 3405 from Modesto, California. Oh buddy, Bub Tosh. And now we're going to be talking to Bub as well. So pretty cool. Um, a bunch of hammers, man, fishing, uh, fishing that tournament. It was, uh, it was kind of cool to watch. It was kind of cool to, uh, you know, not know who was going to win that event. I kind of had, uh, I kind of had, uh, my money on Kyle Grover. I thought Kyle was going to be, uh, one of the guys that, uh, that might be up there, uh, at the top of the field. Kyle had, uh, a little bit of a rough day three, but, uh, Kyle Grover finishing up in six. Nick Salvucci, you know, Nick, uh, that's a guy a lot of you are kind of going, who is that guy? Well, he's, he's been Jared Lintner's team partner for years and years, but, uh, Nick from Paso Robles, you know, he just won the, uh, the Wild West Bass Trail Championship down at Lake Mead, uh, oh gosh, about two months ago and then, uh, and then went down and finish fifth at Meade. mead likes nick uh thirty two ninety three for uh for Nick finishing up in fifth place so uh, that was kind of cool to uh watch that one. A lot of the elite series guys uh were there, so it was kind of uh uh interesting to see how some of them did and uh, a lot of past u s open champions and uh, it seemed like one of the things that uh, that uh was the kiss of death was to be a past u s open champion. Uh, at Lake Mead, obviously, uh, it was, uh, it was a rough one for a bunch of the guys that, uh, uh, that, uh, you know, you really expected to, uh, uh, to do well back there. So it was, uh, it was a tough one for a lot of the guys. You know, we talked to, to Roy Hawk. He, uh, he was ready to go into this one. Um, he'll be, uh, he'll be headed down to the, uh, coastal championship, but kind of a tough one for Roy. Byron Velvic made the trek out. We hadn't seen Byron in a while. Uh, Byron, Made the, uh, made the trek out, had, uh, about a middle of the pack finish. The same with Rick Klun, uh, former open champ and, uh, and obviously, uh, a guy that you have to watch, uh, anytime he's in the field. But, uh, it was cool to watch, uh, congratulations as well. Yoshikara Komada from Japan, uh, Yoshikara topped the, uh, co-anger side. So we'll be hearing all about how the U.S. Open went down. Fish and Lake Mead and, uh, and all the cool stuff when, uh, when we're joined a little bit later in the show, but Justin Patty, Bub Josh and, uh, our buddy Height. So, uh, pretty cool to, uh, be able to, to get first, second and fourth on the phone to, uh, hang out with us this morning. Last week, guys, we were, uh, as I said, we were up at, uh, Clear Lake for the, uh, Triton Owners Tournament. Congratulations, um, to, uh, Max Escamilla and Paul Bailey for winning that tournament. After the, uh, after the first day weigh-ins, we, uh, you know, had about an hour to go before we had to go MC the dinner and, uh, sat down and wanted to post the results, uh, on social media. And, uh, the first, uh, the first post that I saw, uh, Saturday afternoon on social media was, uh, was a, uh, a post concerning Andy Kachia. And, uh, when I first read it, I thought, ah, man, Andy must not have caught him today. Those guys are hammering on him. Um, and, and then the reality set in, my phone started blowing up and, uh, I had realized at that point in time we had lost Andy Kachia. And, uh, you know, here on Ultimate Bass Radio, Andy, uh, Andy has always been, um, a big supporter. You know, he's always been a guy that, uh, that we could turn to, to talk about the Delta, to talk about jig fishing, to talk about issues on the Delta, to promote upcoming events. Um, and, and, you know, every year we tried to help Andy with, uh, his CO protein classic. And I know a lot of you, uh you know this uh this summer had other stuff going on and uh unfortunately Andy had to uh, reschedule that event and uh, and took it off of his September dates uh, uh when he had planned on having it and uh, and moved it and it was scheduled and is scheduled to be um tomorrow actually it was uh, it was all ready to go this weekend and uh thanks to the help of uh, of a whole lot of folks uh, uh Renz Badilla and uh, a lot of the, uh, Steve Maduno, and Steve will be joining us a little bit later. Those, those folks are going to make sure that that tournament, uh, continues on in, uh, in Andy's honor, uh, along with his family. So, uh, that's really a cool deal. Uh, they're still looking, uh, you know, they'll take boaters, but they'll surely take volunteers if you want to just come down and, uh, hang out at, uh, at Russo's Marina. Um, tomorrow the weigh-in is going to start, I think about one o'clock. So, uh, if you get an opportunity, uh, that may work, uh, just perfect for you. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, Andy was, uh, Andy was that, uh, that guy. You know, he was, uh, he was, uh, one of the top guides on the California Delta. He was one of the pioneers, uh, with WesternBass.com and, uh, and a guy that, uh, kept an eye on everybody on WesternBass.com and slapped you in, uh, in line when, when you needed to be. And, uh, you know, he had his, uh, he had his following and his opinion for sure. And uh it you know, it was uh it was a, a pretty cool opinion to uh uh to get to hear Andy's take on a on a lot of that stuff. And um the other thing, you know, with this kids tournament that he has done, to honor our old friend Conroy Oakley for so many years, um, you know, he uh, he felt so strong to honor Conroy uh with the uh with the CO protein uh tournament. And you know what, there were some names that came through that CO protein tournament that a lot of you uh, that are into bass fishing probably recognize today um, former FLW Force Wood Cup million dollar winner uh, Michael Bennett. You know he fished in that event uh, as a as a teen. Um, how about that 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 kid from uh, from uh, the Bassmaster Elite Series Justin Lucas? Uh, you know Justin came down every year and uh, and fished it. And uh, you know other guys that uh, that hung out with us uh, as a as a teen Mark Daniels Jr. Um, you know, it was one of those, uh, uh, one of those guys early on that, uh, that did, that did the CO tournament. There's so many of them. And, uh, and then, you know, when you look at, uh, you look at, uh, the pros and, and everybody that, uh, that he influenced, and this was before college fishing and high school fishing and all the other stuff. It was at uh really once a year opportunity that those kids had to, uh, to fish a bass tournament and, um. You know, Andy did, uh, Andy did so much with, uh, TNT and his Wada Jig and all that cool stuff. And, uh, and, uh, you know, Yamamoto Bait Company. He was very instrumental in a lot of the baits, um, with Yamamoto as well. He attended our, our, uh, our media days that we did up at Lake Party on numerous occasions. So just, you know, it was, uh, a, a huge, huge loss to bass fishing and, uh, all the more reason guys why we want to dedicate today's show to the memory Um, and, uh, and to not be forgotten, there's still a lot of great videos around on westernbass.com, uh, to our friend, Andy Cooch-Coochia. And I know a lot of you, why do they call him Cooch? Um, and, uh, early on he was, uh, he was coaching youth football. Um, and, uh, the kids had a hard time. The young kids had a hard time saying coach Coochia. Uh, so he decided at that point in time, uh, you know, that, uh, that just call me coach Cooch. Uh, so that's how Cooch stuck. And, uh, that was, uh, uh, that was Andy and, uh, a huge loss, man, to bass fishing. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was a tough one for, uh, for a lot of us to, uh, to bite off. So, uh, we dedicate today's show to our old friend, Andy Cooch, Coochia. Uh, guys as well, we want to, uh, remind you that, uh, coming up, uh, if you want to do something to help support, uh, what's going on here, uh, in the West with, uh, our great fishing, our great spot of bass fishing, Fishing The uh, California Inland Fisheries Foundation is uh, doing their annual dinner. That's going to be November 4th at the Folsom Community Center. It's a great time, uh, great food, great raffle, a uh, lot of great games. Sepp and I will both be there to uh, MC the event. Uh, and all we ask is that you uh, you not come down, either a bunch of bass guys get a table, uh, come down and have dinner with us, hang out with us, and support the efforts of the California Inland Fisheries Foundation Project kokani uh, as they continue to feed our bass and all of our reservoirs, uh, here in California. Well, I gotta say that, you know, cause I can't say it in an hour when we're promoting the dinner on, uh, you know, California Sportsman. Ah, hell yeah, I can. But, uh, come on out, guys. It's uh, always, always a great time. Hey guys, if you're, uh, going fishing, uh, this weekend, uh, this is gonna be about the time of year when, uh, when you have to be aware when you're running around down on the California Delta, it might be a little fog popping up. So, uh, this is, uh, when it starts cooling off, uh, definitely one of the things you guys want to be aware of. Also, today, um if you're on the Delta, you're on Clear Lake, you're on any of the lakes they hunt on, waterfowl season opens up today here in the balance of the state. So all those duck blinds out there in Frank's Track and, and uh, Little Mandeville and uh, Sherman Lake and all those other places, going to have dogs, going to have decoys, and going to have duck hunters in them. So uh, give them a little bit of a wide berth, guys, and uh, and know that you're going to have to share the water out there with the waterfowl hunters. But uh, today, the balance of the state opening up. I know a lot of you headed down to the Delta, so uh, keep an eye out for it and uh, and uh, know that uh, it is waterfowl season. We're going to jump into our first set of breaks. and we come back, we have woke him up early at Phoenix, Arizona, the 2017 U.S. Open champ. Justin
0: Patty joins us. Stick around, guys. Lorance
2: is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Carbon Series Sonar and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. And light years ahead of the competition. Lorance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today. They're easy to use and backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. Lorance offers exciting add-ons for your HDS Carbon family of products, like StructureScan for great bottom viewing stay in touch with sonic hub and the new go free wi-fi module that allows you to view your gps mapping and fish finder on your smartphone or tablet Lorant products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high performance features at comprehensive pricing clear views less clutter more targets incredible shallow and deep water performance lawrence has it all check out the new hds carbon with touchscreen display and the entry line of lawrence marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at lawrence.com
0: If you spend more time telling the one-that-got-away stories, instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and San Jose all carry a full selection of gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com com.
3: Night action in the casino, offering the newest in slots and table games, and the steakhouse and bar. And now it's time for Doc Talk. Hey, it
1: is time for Doc Talk. And uh, last week we were at Canox Vista Casino for the Triton Owners Tournament. Uh, our eleventh uh, annual uh, Triton owners tournament going on up there got to tell you the new uh, addition that is connecting the casino and the hotel and everything that they 're doing up there is uh, coming along quite nicely and uh, going to be fun to kind of see the changes that take place up at uh, Canocta Vista Casino during the two thousand and eighteen season they sh- 're hoping to have it all done uh, right around the time that we uh, all head up there for the uh, uh, the chamber tournament the uh, the uh, how the record b chamber uh whatever you guys want to refer to that tournament as all the way back to the uh, uh gosh the uh North Lake Ford tournament i think it's had a hundred different names but anyway they're hoping to have uh, uh have all of that uh, completed up at clear lake it's going to be cool it's going to be big uh but man i got to tell you one of the concerning things about uh, last uh, weekend's Triton Hunter tournament was the the weights guys uh we did not have a 20 pounds bag in that event uh in uh, in a team tournament you know i think the biggest bag of the day was around 16 pounds. A 664 was a big fish of the event. There's a lot going on up at Clear Lake and uh, as bass anglers, we need to be aware of, uh, of what's happening and, um, we need to be aware of the meetings. We need to be aware of, uh, um, you know, the, the, the spraying. There's a, there's a lot of factors that are, that have gone into uh, large fish kills, obviously, and uh, you know, like uh, I'm like a lot of bass fishermen. You know, I've kind of stood back over the past couple of months and said, "Oh, it's you know, it's weather related, and it's the fish are doing this and the fish are doing that." But uh, there's something to it, and we're going to be uh, on top of it more. There's some uh, there's some videos coming out here soon that uh, some of the Bassmaster Elite Series guys uh, have put together. Uh, along with some of the sponsors and, uh, you're going to be hearing a lot about it, but, uh, stay informed, man. This is, uh, uh, this is, you know, ESPN rates. This is one of the top bass fisheries, one of the top three bass fisheries in the country. And, uh, gotta tell you, man, with 16 pound limits leading the field up there, uh, it is not going to be one of the top bass fishing destinations in the country for very long. If, uh, we're not concerned about it and uh, we don't continue to uh protect clear like it's not dead and fishing still uh still decent up there and you can still get on some uh, some good strings of fish but uh it uh, it isn't the clear like that we knew 4 or 5 months ago so uh stay informed guys and we'll definitely do our part to uh keep you in the know of what's going on
0: And now back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey guys, we're back and as we told you, the One Bass
1: US Open 208 boats Lake Mead wrapped up Wednesday night and it was right down to the final five fish hitting the scales uh to determine who the champion's going to be our new reigning uh One Bass US Open champ from Phoenix, Arizona, uh, my buddy Justin Patty. Good morning Justin. Good morning, Ken. How are you doing? Well, good, man. I, uh, I appreciate you, you know, after, after knowing that you've got a brand new fully rigged mercury powered bass cap boat to go fishing in today and, and, uh, you know, fifty some thousand dollars that you have to, uh, take down to the bank and deposit. I appreciate you hanging out with us this morning. Oh, my
4: pleasure. My pleasure.
1: Man, uh, you know, last year at the U.S. Open, uh, leading the event a couple of days and not being able to, uh, to hold off Johnny Johnson. I know that one stung for about 12 months. Uh, actually now with the change of dates, probably about 13 or 14 months. Uh, but, uh, but you managed to put this one, uh, together and, and led this thing from wire to wire.
5: <laughs> yeah. You know, it definitely weighed on me. I, I, calculated uh, my bag that I needed last year to win the event, and uh, I lost that US Open last year by uh, about an eight-pound bag last year, and that was uh, because of uh, some significant weather that came in on on day two, and uh, I just didn't make uh, uh, the adjustments that needed to uh, seal the deal, so when I came to the scales this year (laughs) with with my eight-and-a-half-pound bag, it felt pretty good to have a three-day limit and and, uh, close the deal on them, so... Well, it definitely uh it definitely meant a lot to me.
1: Well being a guy that uh you know is from Phoenix Arizona and uh and you know I mean has come up fishing uh, around that Arizona deal uh holding off uh a guy like Brett Height has got to be pretty cool because uh, obviously Brett had to be one of the guys that uh, that you followed through uh, uh through your career coming up coming up fishing
5: Oh, sure. I mean, there, there were several elite guys out there and, uh, any of them were capable of, uh, just coming in with a real, real big bag and, uh, closing it out. And, and, you know, I, I always, every day I kind of set a goal for about 10 pounds and day three, you know, I had a limit of probably around seven and a half pounds about noon. It was, it was a nail biter Yeah. until that point. Obviously I wanted to get a, a limit and, uh, you know, part of my uh, arsenal was uh, throwing a chatterbait, and I know Brett's one of the best at it, and uh, the area he was fishing, um, I had found in practice, and there was actually some um, sloppy some, uh, that the fish were feeding on, so I, I was definitely <laughs> concerned about him smashing a, a huge bag and uh, taking over, and when, you know, when I came to the scales, I kind of, you know you psych yourself out cause you're trying to calculate what you, you know, have. And if they had a 12 pound bag and I had an eight pound bag, it could be really close. And yeah, I, uh, I actually asked Josh Bertrand, uh, you know, the hated, did, did Frank get him, And he said, you know, I think he's got 12 pounds and I just, you know, just got that
6: <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, feeling. In, my
5: stom- in my stomach. And I knew it was going to be super close, but, uh, it ended up, ended up, uh, coming through. So I was very fortunate with that. And, uh, you know, worked out for
1: me. Well, obviously when your name gets to go on the list with, um, you know, I mean, guys like Mike Folkstad, uh, Pat Donahoe, you know, who, uh, who we, we've lost, uh, a few years ago, but was really one of the, uh, one of the original pioneers in Western fishing, but, uh, was, was Lake Mead, you know, but, uh, you, you know, Rick Clun, Gary Klein, uh, you know, right down that list, John Murray, Mike Folkstad, when your name goes on that list, man, that's an accomplishment.
5: Man, it it sure is. It's a pretty uh incredible feeling and um you know, I've I've come close. I've had a few uh ABA championships in, in October that me and my uh team partner have have been pretty close to to sealing the deals before and I just I never would have imagined, you know, this is my third uh US Open as a as a as a pro and um you know there's definitely a lot to learn on that lake and, uh, decision making is, is definitely, definitely the key. And, and, uh, you know, to, uh, even, <laughs> even think about my, my name being listed uh, amongst those legends of the, of the lake is just such
1: an incredible feeling. So it feels, it feels pretty damn good. When did it, when did it set, when did it set in, man? Cause I and I watched the awards the other night online and, uh, you know what? I mean, you had tired kids, and you guys were exhausted. The awards didn't start till like nine fifteen. I know Billy had his hands full there, but when did it all set in? That you know, was it was it windshield time going back to Phoenix when you went? Damn, dude, I just won the U.S. Open.
5: You know, I, I think it. I, I really when it when I was back at Boulder Station hooking up the boat, I, I you know, I was pretty pretty glazed over during the during the awards and. In, what people don't understand and don't tournament fish is we just put so much into this. Um, It's so mentally exhausting and and, uh, physically um, exhausting as far as, you know, getting up early and then being on the water all day and in the elements and then staying up late. I'm one of those guys that I'm just very, very meticulous on my equipment. I have to have everything wiped down and clean before I start a new day. And all my, every single rod in my rod locker needs to be, Retied with fresh line and fresh knots, and you know line conditioner and all that, all that good stuff. Because I just, you know, I know that every every little thing that I can do can, you know, possibly be the difference between you know winning this thing. And so it, when you when you put that much into it, and then uh, obviously you know the stress of uh, my third day, um, just you know everything just comes down to the end, and then you know when you win, it's such it's such a release. <laughs> of, yeah. of emotions and uh yeah i was definitely tired too tired for the event at, uh, at the end of the, the event for it to sink in but when i hooked that boat up and i started trailing that thing home it you know it started sinking in i started thinking about how everything played out and and uh that's really when it really started sinking in and uh not until yeah, probably yesterday you know i'm out there Cleaning everything up, and I got two boats sitting in front of my house, and, you know, looking, looking, at, looking at these checks. I need to throw in, throw in the bank before I start overdrafting. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a, it's a pretty incredible feeling now. So without
1: a doubt, guys, we're with the U.S. Open champ uh, Justin Patty from Phoenix, Arizona, top in the field back there, 36-30 after three days. Let it wire to wire to hold off two hundred and seven other fishermen. Great field uh for the uh for the u.s open so do you have a bass cap for sale you're going to keep that one what are you doing
5: you know that's that's the big question everybody's everybody's asking um yeah that bass cat is is a pretty nice boat and um i gotta i gotta hand it to bass cat for stepping up and in previous years we've never really been into this position where you, you got a fully rigged boat where. Uh, it's tournament ready
1: so well and it was a um, it's a 21 footer with a 250 on it you know i mean before you know which was great but you want a boat that was 18 19 feet long a 150 a 175 and and you went yeah that's really not my tournament boat so yeah i have a boat for sale but now they've they've kind of given you a boat that you're like i could fish out of that thing for uh several several years
5: yeah exactly with the you know the full warranty and everything it's it's definitely uh, a great incentive and and those guys, you know, you want to support, you want to support your supporters, and and uh, you know, Basscat stepping up like that, it's pretty, pretty awesome feeling. So I, I have to, uh, you know, figure out some things financially. You know, hopefully it works out for me. Um, you know, stay in the Bass Cat. but uh, we're, we're going to figure those things out in the next uh, week week to come.
1: So well, you got a little time. You got, how about sponsors, yeah. man? anybody anybody you want to uh, throw a shameless plug to?
5: Sure, sure. You know, um, I've got a good buddy that really helps me out, uh, Arizona Custom Baits. Um, you know, I used all the trailers that I had on my baits um, um, through him. And, uh, you know, the Spiralite Rods is a new uh, rod company out west here. Yep. Um, and uh, I used their rods during the tournament, phenomenal rods. They're, you know, custom-made rods that are very affordable for the fishermen um, so that, that, you know, you get a, a very good quality product for affordable price. And their are custom the wing grips. They got the spiral uh, guide system on them, and A uh, and M graphics. Uh, the hookup tackle always helps me out. I, I, you know, I'm a, I guide for them, so it uh, it makes a big difference. You know, when we're out there spending the hundreds and hundreds of dollars every tournament. Um,
1: well, a shout out for them. Well, you ought to definitely get it. You to definitely get a you know a little get to go shopping at the hookup or something. You know, for winning at <laughs> Open.
4: Tell, they, they tell Ben, me, tell Ben crazy Kohler, crazy you get a well. credit.
1: Yeah, tell Ben Kohler, I said you get a credit at the hookup.
4: Now. Oh yeah,
5: John and Ben have always been been really good to me, and you know, in this industry, it's all about uh, you know networking, and and he definitely helps me uh, get in touch with the right people, and that's yeah, and that really means a lot a lot to me. And uh, I got I got to give credit to uh, Costa Glasses, man. They. They, uh, they helped me out throughout the day. I was fishing those grass lines, and without my Costas, it would have been really hard for me to uh, do what I needed to do. And um, Sunline, I, uh, I rely on that line more than anything. You know, I never broke a fish off the whole time. So just a, just a few sponsors that uh, it really has really, have really stepped up for me, and uh, it really made the difference for me this year. So.
1: Well, man, it was an awesome win, and, uh, and uh, we want to congratulate you. What about the uh, Clear Lake Open in April now? Are you going you gonna to make the trek?
5: Oh yeah. I, I'm I'm definitely excited for that. I've I've never been to Clear Lake. Uh I had planned on this this next uh season fishing the F L W and um now now the Clear Lake opens for sure, so um I'm I'm excited to get over there. I hear I hear a lot about Clear Lake. I know they're going through some uh yeah. issues right now but uh hopefully uh Hopefully, hopefully it kind of stabilizes by then and I can get over there catching some big fish. So, well, we're fishing these, uh, these, uh, clear water reservoirs. We got a lot of small fish and so I'm excited to get to California and catch a big one.
1: It's going to be fun. And, uh, and FLW's got a great schedule. Obviously kicking off Lake Havasu fits your, uh, fits your schedule as well. So, hey, man, we're going to, uh, we're going to be in touch. Hopefully we can, uh, uh get a schedule together. We can get you back on the demo tank in Phoenix, uh, as well at the International Sportsman's Expo. Uh I know you uh, I know we threw you up there a couple of years ago and uh hopefully we can get you uh get you back in there again.
2: For sure, for sure.
1: Justin Patty, guys, the US Open Champ. Uh buddy, congratulations. Great job and uh always cool to uh get an opportunity to catch up with uh with the champion after the tournament and uh we appreciate you hanging out with us, Justin.
5: Thank you very much, Ken. Have a good day.
1: You bet, man. Take care. I like, think it's time we do
7: a little pro tip. Here's your Sportsman's Warehouse Pro Tip of the Week.
1: Hey, Sepp, quit bothering me. It's time for the Sportsman's Warehouse Pro Tip of the Week. And, uh, you know what, guys, this is definitely, uh, the time of year. You know, I mean, it, it was kind of interesting listening to, uh, uh, to Justin talking to Brett Hyde earlier this week, uh, is, uh, you know, thinking outside of the box. You know, I mean, uh, probably one of the, uh, if you were in the know, it was a bait you probably had tied on. If you weren't, you might have been surprised to find out they were catching a bunch of fish at Lake Mead on a uh, on a chatterbait. And uh, you know, you got to think outside the box. No matter where you're going, you're going to the delta, you're going to the reservoirs. This is the time of year um, that uh, that you know. Although you love fishing with one uh, rod on the deck, probably not going to happen. And uh you know, you're gonna need that uh that finesse stuff. You're gonna need some top water, you're gonna need a big crankbait, you're gonna need a jig, you're gonna need uh even a swim bait to uh toss around out there uh no matter where you're fishing. So this is definitely the time of the year to uh not get locked in on one bait and think outside the box a little bit uh as these fish uh, are transitioning uh, you know, into fall and uh and they know winter's coming. They're uh, they're stocking up a little bit, and fish are going on the feed. Bait fish are uh, uh, all over a lot of our lakes, and uh, the fish are chasing them. And uh, this is also that frustrating time of year when you can see them out there breaking on uh, breaking on bait fish and breaking on the surface, and you can't always catch them on the surface. But think outside the box, guys, and uh, definitely be prepared. And our friends at Sportsman's Warehouse will so make sure you have everything you need at your Rockland or or Cordova Sportsman's Warehouse stores.
0: Need your trolling motor repaired or a new one installed? The Hook is a warranty repair center for motor guide in Mincota and installs all major electronics brands. Looking to get started tournament fishing? Give the Hook tournaments a try. The Hook Line and Sinker, 3100 Main Street in Oakley and online at HookProshop.com. Hey Randy Pringle and the best bass
1: tournaments have their 2018 schedule up. Uh, you know what, they're going to be kicking off their coastal, their central, their motherlode, the northern region, the southern cow region, and the delta wine region. And uh, once again, he'll be giving away $20,000 cash to the winner at the Tournament of Champions next October. All the dates are up for the Rattletrap Open, the Snag Proof Open, the Bass Fest, and the Best Bass Tournament. So check them out at bestbasstournaments.com. If you've always wanted to get into doing a little tournament bass fishing, sign up. The Best Bass Tournaments. the schedule's out. Start marking your calendar. Hey, don't let pain keep you away from fishing this spring. Dr. J. Rod McInnis has introduced so many of the bass anglers to laser therapy for pain. Shoulders, hands, tennis elbow, back, leg, and foot pain. It's painless or SEP wouldn't have done it. Painless laser therapy uses wavelengths of light that creates therapeutic effects. These effects include improved healing time, pain reduction, Increase circulation and decrease swelling. Sacramento's only Class 4 therapeutic laser treatment center is at Hurleyway in Sacramento. Let Dr. Che Rod McInnes get you back in the front of the boat. Fishing pain-free. you want to learn more about it, go to fishwithoutpain.com. Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world? Then WesternBass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action. Not just a forum. WesternBass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching
7: North Lincoln and Dixon is your authorized tracker, nitro, Tahoe, and sun tracker dealer. I got
6: a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey.
0: And now, back to Ultimate Bats with Ken Brown. Hey, guys, we're back. And, uh, you know, the U.S. Open
1: this last week. Uh, it was cool to see this guy's name right up there on the top of the list and, uh, battling out for the win. And, and he, I knew he, I knew he had a big fish, uh, check coming cause he had big fish on day one and, uh, had his new boat back there. And now that he's trying to get all that Lake Mead alkali off that new black and blue boat, he's probably wondering two things. Why did I go to Lake Mead or why in the hell did I buy a black boat from Paycheck Bates, our old buddy, Bub Tosh. Fourth place, the U.S. Open. What's going on, big kid?
8: Well, not too much, Brown. Just living the dream.
1: Living the dream. Well, Steph's laughing about the dream over here next to me, just so you know. He's, the
8: dream was a nightmare. Had a lot of, got my boat dropped off, and they brought it to uh, the tournament for me. I met me in uh, Vegas, yeah. and I got it late Tuesday, and uh, had some stuff going on, and uh just, just never really got to practice a lot so it was a. Uh, it turned out pretty good I mean I definitely had a shot to win that's what's all you can try to do and yeah uh it was so close you know as close as I wanted it to be my co-angler lost a really nice fish right at the boat or, or I would have won and you know hearing their victory speeches their co-anglers didn't lose any fish I guess Justin Patty's the guy had a five something and then the next day caught a four something so it's hard to lose when you're going there's Put eleven pounds for two bass in your boat.
1: You right, know? right. Especially at Lake Mead. On and...
8: me. on me dude, Come on. So it was his time. So I'm, my hats off to all those guys. But it was clearly his time. You, you. When it's your time, there's nothing you can do to stop it. And yeah. when it's not your time, you're not going to win. I don't care who you are.
1: It's exactly right. You can't hardly screw them up when it's your time, you know, but man, can you if it's not, you know, I mean, uh, and, and you've been through it, man. I mean, you've been, you've been through all the, all the, all the issues over the years, uh, you know, of, of putting it, uh, putting it to bed, you know, uh, you know what it takes to do it. You've done it. And, uh, and then the same respect, you've had a few slip away that you went, God darn it. You know, that one was mine, you know, so. It's I,
8: all, it's all kind of part of it. You know, since I was a little boy, I, I was literally. Trained to be a good bass fisherman and my dad we would spend days you know we'd sleep in that van we'd live on oatmeal cream pies and summer (laughs) sausage and every night we would get in just before they closed the marina at overton and we would have an overton chili dog and then we would sleep in the van or we would sleep in bobby ellis's trailer that bobby ellis had rented there for donahoe because he always kept trailers on the lake that donahoe could stay in and my dad would call him and he knew my dad was bringing me, and my dad worked a full-time job, you know, and didn't have the time and or the money, so he would let us stay at his trailer uh, at Overton Beach or at Callville or wherever, and we would live like a coyote. And my dad laughs about it all the time, but we literally would live like a coyote. And when I went to Lake Mead this week, I remembered every trip that I've ever been to Mead and every long hour that I've spent out there casting and everything that it took all those years, and I watched those coyotes run down the bank and the coyote will never take a direct line to anything he kind of slips around the back and slips around the side and he's always watching and sneaking but he knows where those food is he just never goes straight to it he kind of loops around and i had a lot of boats follow me uh day two and day three i had a lot of boats show up on this little bitty area where i was fishing just nobody knew exactly where i was fishing so i would move around all day long i had two rods out i had a power bait uh, and, and a follow-up bait, and my guys would be like, you're at Lake Mead, and you don't have a worm rod out. You don't have a jerk bait. You don't have a spin bait. you don't. And I'm like, well, I don't really fish like that. You know, I fish like this, and so we're going to fish my way. And about the fifth or sixth time to that same cove every day, my co-anglers would be like, so... Did you just go back to the same water every day? Or I you... <laughs> tell them I'd be like, you know, the birds show up around two o'clock, and if they show up around two o'clock today, I'm going to be a hero, and if they don't, then I'll look like an idiot. And that's how bass fishing's worked, that mind game. Yeah. And every day I waited. The last day it took uh, about till two twenty-five, and the loons and the cormorants showed up. And I don't mean grieve shad birds. I mean loons and cormorants, diving birds that put, fish-eating birds that push bait. And they would push this bait to the same spot every day around 2 o'clock, and I would be there. And the first day, I caught three of them off it. The second day, I caught two of them off it. And the third day, I caught three of them off this one little key spot. Yeah. And uh, they were all over three pounds, every one of them. What,
1: you got to have at Lake Mead, isn't it? I mean, you got to have that. Uh, you, you have to have confidence, kicker.
8: like un, un, unwavering confidence. You have to know in your mind w- what you're trying to do and what's there, and you have had to have seen those fish. I'm not talking about go to a cove and make something happen. I'm talking about for a week of practice or how one day of practice, you find one school of bait. One school of fish following that one school of bait. And when I was a little boy, Aaron would tell stories, and everybody would be like, oh, my God, Aaron Lawrence is a psycho. Did you hear him talk? (laughs) But I listened to every word he said, and he would tell me. I was really good friends with Aaron and John, and they always told me, oh, dude, those bass at Mead, four bass will swim around the cove on the little school of minnows, and they'll each share the minnow. They'll eat one minnow every other day, and they'll leave those minnows alone. They won't run in there and kill them. They'll milk them and they'll stretch them out for a week and they'll share and they'll, they'll coyote that little ball of bait until they're down to one minnow, you know, and then they'll leave that cove and go find another ball of bait. So I found a school of fish that worked one particular school of bait. The bait moved way out offshore, uh, every day. And then with, by the afternoon with the breeze and the sun and the, and the birds pushing it, they would push it back in a cut and, You know, the baits I was throwing, I'm not going to say, but I was throwing two baits. I had two rods in my deck the whole term. I never threw anything else, and they were not particularly lake meat baits. They're just big, big fish, power fishing baits. And the guy would ask me, he's like, you know the typical limit on Lake Mead is ten pounds. That's a really good day. I don't think a two pounder will eat anything on your deck, and I'm like, and <laughs> then, then we're good. Yeah, we're
1: we're right on the we're right on the money. And uh, and let's face it, man, you've uh, you've made a career fishing like that. Not only at Lake Mead, but uh, but on a lot of reservoirs, places like Don Pedro and you know Maloney's and all those lakes as well. You've uh, you've kind of made a career. Uh, Lake Oroville, Lake Shasta, where you know guys think you're just going up here to catch a. Uh, you know, timing, a
8: two-pounder. It's, it's timing. Like, those, remember those conversations with my dad or Murray or Aaron? Or, and, and I always throw my dad in there. My dad didn't have the the career record-wise that that maybe an Aaron or these guys had. But I fished with all these guys. My dad could, could. I've never fished with anybody that was as good of a finesse fisherman as my dad that could literally catch fish like that. And I've fished with all of the best guys through my life. And the one thing they all taught me, and, and people never believe this. They're like, you fished with John Murray for 20 years, and he didn't teach you anything about bass fishing except timing. I don't mean it like that. I mean, we experienced so many things on the road, bass fishing for over 10 years traveling. But what he did teach me was the timing. The timing is the most important part. And and everybody asked me, well, what bait did you catch them on? Well, what color were you throwing? Dude, the wrong bait and the wrong color bait in the right catches so many more fish than this perfect bait that everybody says you should throw in the wrong place. Right. And and those guys saying they caught them on chatterbaits and stuff, there's two places at Lake Mead that they've ever won the tournament, between the Meadows and the Overton and the main basin. Aaron Martin used to run around the main basin like a psycho and win almost every tournament. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. Those other guys fished from the Meadows to Overton, and their co-english caught five-pounders. There's <laughs> nothing I can say about that. You know what I mean? They were, they were in a shrunk down area where bass had to be, and there's been more tournaments won from the Meadows to Overton on me than, than any tournaments anywhere else. And the second place would be the main basin. That's what I factored in my mind. I knew in practice there was 30 boats up there. I knew there'd be 50 in the tournament and I was not going to fight people for fat. Right. So I went somewhere where there was nobody and I found one little ball of bait and I, and I found their pattern. And I literally, and I know that sounds stupid and you wouldn't just know it, but I believe. I literally had total confidence that I knew what these fish were doing, and they were roaming around chasing that bait till the afternoon until they got that bait cornered, and then they could come in and really thrash them. And the first day I caught a four fifty nine. he followed my bait to the boat. The first time I went back 15 minutes later, and I caught him. And there was two of them there. The next day I went there, and I caught two smallmouth, both over three pounds. And the last day I didn't have anything in the live, a little bitty limit, you know, seven pounds. And the guy goes, what are you going to do? And I go, I'm going back to that cove. And he goes, You've already been there five times. And I go, Well, this will be number six. Yeah. And we rolled in there, and on the first cast, I caught a 349. And on the second cast, I caught a 314 and a 299 largemouth on the same cast, double hookup. So uh, three different times in that tournament, I caught two at one time, and they were both over two times. Um, everybody says, Well, what, 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 you know, well, I threw up there, and I had this four, and I was reeling him for the boat, and there was three fish with him. Yeah. I told my co-angler to throw over there, but he just didn't get a bait there in time. Well, you're yep. an idiot. You should have had two baits on. You should have had two hooks on your bait. You should never leave it up to your co-angler or to someone else. You're, I'm making you know my own thing happen out there my own way. So, I chose a bait with a with a couple hooks on it, and it, it wasn't an A rig. You know, I I definitely right. did not have an A rig tied on, but I had a bait that had two hooks on it, and it caught two fish repeatedly, and that was the best part.
1: Two at a time with Bub Tosh, guys. Fourth place, the U.S. Open. Uh Great finish back there, big kid. Always proud of you when uh, when you have a great tournament. Big fish on day one. Uh You can uh, follow along with Bubby. He's on uh, all the social medias, Facebook and PaycheckBaits.com. Buddy, we got to bail out of here. We're running a little bit late, as always, man. Uh Appreciate you hanging out with us and passing on your wisdom.
8: I, I appreciate your time. I just want to say thanks to everybody that made it possible. Thanks to Charger for getting that boat out there. And uh, you know what? Thanks to my co anglers Teddy Snyder and Jay Gutering. These guys came up from Shasta. They're uh, officers of the betting, and they support a lot of tournament trails yep. as co anglers. Jay fishes some is pro. And I couldn't have done it without those guys. Man, long days, and not, and just a lot of patience was needed. And those guys never complained one time. And I just wanted to say hats off to Jay and Teddy.
1: Thanks, buddy, and uh, good dudes for sure.
8: all right buddy.
0: Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back.
6: Okay, you anglers. From East Coast to West Coast, there's a new fish management system by Calcoast Fishing. Check out the new clip and call No more lip piercings. A puncture-free cooling system. Conservation, baby. Check it out at calcoastfishing.com.
0: Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish-catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about.
7: Are you thinking about making a trip to California's best bass lake, Clear Lake? If you are, then you need to book a trip with Ross England and Clear Lake Guide Service. His proven track record takes all the guessing out of where to fish
0: Bassboat.com. The warm weather is here, and our lakes and rivers are brimming. Just remember, if you love California and you love to vote, please wear your life jacket. And make sure everyone with you puts one on, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. A well-stocked showroom, trained experts, and a dedication to customer satisfaction makes Top This your source for camper shells, truck bed covers, car and truck racks, (coughs) tow brackets, toolboxes, bed liners, performance chips, exhaust systems, lighting, and a whole lot more. Top This, your outfitter for auto, truck, RV, and marine accessories at 533 East Main Street in Grass Valley. Now, here's On The Hook. Hey, guys, we're On The Hook, and as you
1: heard, we dedicated today's show to the memory of Andy Kachia, and Andy had rescheduled the Co Protein Tournament for this weekend, and with the help of uh, Steve Maduno and Renzo Badilla and several other great folks, that event is still going to take place. Steve joins us to let us know
4: what he needs and what's going on. Good morning, Steve. Yeah, good morning, Kent. Hey, you know, Ronnie Van Veneresdale has been a big part of getting this thing together. Yes, I kind of jumped on and helped him out doing the situation that he had a full time job and I had a little extra time on my hand. Absolutely, but we got uh, we got over sixty boats showing up, as well as kids. To fish this tournament this Sunday. Um, we got quite a few donations for a, hopefully a huge raffle we'll have on Sunday after the tournament.
1: Well, that's awesome, man. And and you know what? I mean, I know that uh, everyone wants to do this and, you know, oh, we got to name it after Cooch. Cooch felt so strongly about keeping Conroy's name attached to the CO Protein Tournament that together with Cooch and Conroy, uh, this thing is definitely uh, definitely going to continue.
4: Yeah, we're definitely going to have – Conversations about keeping it going, and I believe we had the trophies made it up this year as the Co Andy Kachia Memorial Term Protein Tournament.
1: Well, absolutely, is uh, is awesome, and I know the one thing Andy would not want anybody to forget is uh, uh, our old buddy Conroy Oakley and the reason that he started the Co what twenty some years ago. So
4: absolutely, yeah. and you know this would have been Andy's twentieth year uh, mm-hmm. Sunday doing this tournament, and you know we have got to keep that going. I mean, he started this before high school teams, college teams, you know. Yeah. Everything. Well, See, look, man, I
1: know I know you can still use some volunteers down there at Russo's Marina for tomorrow.
4: Yes, we could. We, we've we got a lot of things as far as valet drivers to get these boats in the water to keep those anglers with the the boater. Yep. Um. You know, and it's an all-day deal, but we should have a lot of fun out here.
1: Well, how can someone
4: get a hold of you and find out exactly what job uh, they need you to do? Well, you, they could reach me either on my cell phone at 510-914-4770. Or give me a call here at the house. It's 925-684-0847.
1: You got it. Steve Maduno, buddy. Hats off to all of you that, uh, are keeping this tradition, uh, and honoring our, uh, our long lost friend, Andy Kachia, the way you are. And, uh, appreciate everything you guys are doing.
4: You bet, Ken. Thank you for the opportunity to speak to your, uh, audience.
1: All right. Thanks, buddy. Steve Maduno, guys, give him a call. He'll get you all squared away down there, uh, for the CO, Andy Kachia Protein Classic.
0: or call 844-TOP-THIS. Now, top that.
7: Hi, I'm your friendly marine dealer with a question. Plus, Honda backs their outboards with a factory-direct, non-declining, five-year warranty. Non-declining means the coverage is the same on the last day as it is on the first. Now that's real coverage.
0: If home improvements are cutting into your fishing time, you need to see our friends at Florida Ceiling in Elk Grove. Florida Ceiling is specialized in bathroom and kitchen remodels for over 15 years with premium products like Mannington floors and Cambria countertops. Let the professionals at Florida Ceiling improve your world. Visit their showroom at Grantline and Highway 99 in Elk Grove or at FTCShowroom.com. Let Florida Ceiling handle your remodel and you can just go fishing.
7: ski fiberglass boats or the all-new Riata pontoon line. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Online at gfmarine.com or build your dream rig at rangerboats.com
1: P and 480G lenses. They've got a lifetime warranty on the Costa Del Mar glasses and over 60 different frames, so you don't have to settle for that old turtle shell looking frame. You can uh, get a pair of glasses that you want to wear every day. Check them out online at costadelmar.com. Hey, the music is playing. That means we're out of here, guys. It uh, uh, Make sure you could help out down there at the... Uh, Protein that you get that taken care of. Congratulations to Justin Patty, our U.S. Open champ.
6: I'm Bill Carr, editor of Western Outdoor News, and I'm asking for a moment of your time. Western Outdoor News has been around for 57 years and covers most every lake, California special. We're all in this together and your support and help is appreciated.
0: Outdoor Adventures, the exclusive guide service for the Calusa Indian Community and Calusa Casino Resort, offers full service fishing and hunting trips for waterfowl, big game, upland game birds, and exciting sport fishing trips. Managed by Casey and Regina Stafford, Outdoor Adventures offers close to home, action packed guided trips in the North Valley. Guess what, listeners? We have a new supporter that most of you know. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. You know these guys. They sit right across from Fisherman's Warehouse in Manteca. And they host the annual Costa's Wild Game Feed. If you haven't been there, go. Catering to California's sportsmen. Manteca Trailer has over 400 RVs on sale. That's $15 million in inventory. And there's no better people anywhere. Great sales, great service. Online at MantecaTrailer.com. CaliforniaDawn.com.